what can happen when somebody truly has the passion for helping others and and wanting to see them grow like the 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 ye shall know them by their fruits to borrow right. some bible passages versus those that are just in it to get rich the 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 approach is so different well i was looking up on your website uh sales ceo university you have a, a video here and shoot i might say his name wrong taurus 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 ross right T- tell me a little bit about him because you were you were his manager you had come into the store and if I remember correctly, he thought he might get canned right out of the gates. He thought he might be disposable and Louis yeah. coming in and we're going to turn things around. But no, he, it was actually quite different. So tell me a little bit about that journey and how you might recommend for leaders who are listening right now, how they can actually take perhaps mm-hmm. an unsuspecting quote unquote employee and lift them and rise them up to a new level. Yeah, the, you you asked the perfect one because I light up because because what I'm going to share I, I think uh, will will make a ton of sense. You you and I definitely connect on this, and hopefully your listeners will as well. So Taurus, he was a guy when I first went into the dealership, and he thought for sure he was part of the last regime. I went into the store and brought my people in with me, and and he just thought he was not going to make it. And I tell him to hang tight and 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 watched him for about two or three days. Well, here's what I again. When, when you're talking about people and you're talking about building your business and, and I'm looking for, for certain pieces, I saw his energy. I saw his enthusiasm and, and I, and I saw his willingness to hang on every word I had. So immediately I thought, okay, I can't teach energy. I can't teach enthusiasm and I can, and I can't teach somebody that's high, that's highly intense. Those are, those are gifts that they've been given that they've crafted and gotten better at. And, and I need that like in business. I, I want that. Uh, that, that's who I am. I need as many people like that around me. And, and he is a sponge, which means I can take this guy and let me try this guy on for size and see if he will, if he will follow my process. So much like sales, the CEO, uh, the program sales, the sales manager, like I, I outline everything one would need to do from going from a salesperson to a manager. So wh- what I've done with him is I laid out exactly, here's what we're going to do with appointments. Here's what we're going to do, you know, as far as closing the deals, the follow-up calls, uh, the email templates. Here's what I want you to do. The one-on-ones. The, I, I loaded him up to see how much of this he could stand. And Michael, he was Johnny on the spot. I'm talking about all in intense. And so I knew right away, uh, this was a guy I can use. Uh, he was talented. I knew the things that he didn't know he can be taught, but what I couldn't teach he had. And right. so I think obviously with people development, uh, in general, I need to find the people. I need to, I need the assets I can't teach. I need the guy that loves people, the guy that can, the guy that wants to work hard, the guy that'll show up early, the guy that'll stay late, the guy that's loyal that will commit. If he can't close, I can teach him how to close. If he can't use this, read a script on the phone, we can teach him how to do that. I can't teach somebody to show up every day and want to play full out. Yeah. And he did that. And so anyways, with Taurus, we just, we just took him on and Taurus, I mean, I groomed him all the way to be a general manager. I mean, and he ran the number one Mitsubishi store in the country out of Dallas, Texas. And he was, I'm not going to say he was a nobody, but I'm telling you, he knew nothing. Like he knew nothing when we first started and he worked himself all the way up with me from a floor close salesperson to a floor closer, to a sales manager, to the general sales manager and on to, to general manager. So, um, you know, he's, you know, again, it's, that's, that's, that's what you look for, but that's the potential. Like if, if I talk about people going from sales to CEO in any industry, if Taurus can do it, 
if Louie can do it, again, I think people get caught up with, it's not about me. It's about the process that I used. I learned along the way. It's not about the person. Any person's capable. It's about the formula, the roadmap, the blueprint. Who's got that? That's If you can follow that with a high level of intensity and a strong work ethic and a commitment to yourself and your family, you can get to any level you desire. He did that and he did a great job. I, you know, it's just a testament to life for a minute. Like, let's switch out of the car business because you, you'd kind of brought that up. It's just a testament to life. Like, to suggest that you've been le- living and breathing, let's say, for over 30 years, to, to all of a sudden suggest that you can't learn how to sell a car or to memorize right. a script. or like Because right. sometimes we do that. We're like, look at these vendors who have never sold a car in their life. Dude, you're dogging on somebody for something that is 100% teachable and 100% learnable. Right. Did I just make up? Am I, I'm George Bush now. No. I'm, I'm, I'm got to teachify the man, you know? Um, you're so silly, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, I love what you're saying. Like, Hey, there's two elements here. There's the element of these things I can teach. These things can be learned. Here's the things that I can't necessarily teach somebody desire. I can't teach you desire. I can't teach you your own internal willingness. Right. And so I love that from a leadership perspective, you were picking up on those things that I don't think, or sorry, that, that, that I believe are often overlooked in the industry. Oh, well, he is a sale. He was, he was the lot attendant and then he was the salesperson. We gave him a shot there and he did good. So now he should be okay to be a sales manager. And then you have this, half foot, one foot in, one foot out sales manager who's just happy about the paycheck, but not really about anything else, who's disengaged. I love that you're you're looking for things first that actually truly, in my opinion, set tone for the culture. Right. So for you as a leader, what does, because I know this is sometimes for those that maybe haven't experienced a healthy work culture, Mm-hmm. They think it's too high in the clouds, right? We're sitting up there with the Philadelphia cream cheese lady on a, on a cloud, cloud nine, right? What does culture t- translate to for you as a leader and operating a business? You know, for me, it's, well, I say car business, but I, I got to be genuine. If I was doing any business, I think I'd be the same because it's really what I expect. It's what I demand out of myself and it's what I want around me. Culture is environment, right? So think about it. If someone goes to a seminar they have a propensity to learn more because the environment is completely different than in their conference room, getting the same information, right? There's music, there's lights, there's this, there's no phones ringing. They're locked right. in a room for four hours in there. So the environment is set. So for me, culturally, my environment of when somebody walks into the dealership, like literally I need, I need people to feel like, man, what is going like something's going on here. Like they can hear the music, they can smell the popcorn, they know what's going on. And, and there's a little buzz in the air. If that's not going on or people don't feel that, I, I know right away my leadership's not right or whatever store I'm in is not right. I, I can tell right away. The second thing is the culture of sense of urgency. In other words, my managers should be like little bees. I mean, if there are people in the showroom, they should be circulating, right? Kind of like football, heads on a swivel. You're looking around for anybody you can to talk to, engage with. Um, so I think, you know, I, I think intensity, I, I think obviously positivity has got to be a must. I mean, there are negative situations we all encounter, but we can't labor over them long. And we got we to keep things moving. And I think fostering a culture of growth and learning. Uh, again, I, I, would, I would love for my people to be excellent communicators and trainers. I would love to, for them to be great persuaders because that's what we do every day. We're persuading customers. We're persuading our staff. We're persuading each other. 
right? They got to persuade me, right? They, they want things they want out of me. So I think that that's, that's a huge piece to your point. You mentioned earlier too, about managers. Uh, I can tell you in, in the course manager to general manager, one, one of the golden nuggets, which is so, so simple that if sales managers in the car business are listening to this right now, that's super easy is there's a a distinct difference between a desk manager and a sales manager. A desk manager desks the car dealers, submits the deals to the bank and works with structuring car deals. That's, that's a prerequisite to be a sales manager. A sales manager is a guy that, he, he makes the follow-up phone calls. He's touching base with, with all unsold traffic over the last 72 hours. He's a guy that's verifying the appointments, calling the no-show appointments from the day before. He's a guy that's getting off his behind, going out meeting and greeting customers throughout the day. And most importantly, when a deal needs to get shut down, he's the first guy with his hand up going, hey, give me the deal. Let me go in there. With confidence, teaching his salesperson what he's about to do through the process. That is a sales manager. If a guy wants to be a GM and he's currently a sales manager right now, the fastest way is to look at your partner and look at your other guy from the left and the right and say, okay, whatever these guys ain't doing, I got it all. I'll order the cars, I'll get off the desk, I'll make the phone calls, I'll desk the deal, submit them to the bank, I got it all, my mouth will be quiet, I'll work the schedule and then some, and I'll do it every day without fail, no exceptions and watch, the general manager will be like, that's my guy. This is a guy in the organization that, because again, we're going back to culture. Right. We're going back to the guy that embodies like the heart, the heart and soul of a dealership. And it's a heartbeat from handshake to taillights. That that environment has to be set. And it's typically set by those sales managers. I'm Michael Cirillo, and you've been listening to the Dealer Playbook podcast. If you haven't yet, please click the subscribe button wherever you're listening right now. Leave a rating or review and share it with a colleague. If you're ready to make big changes in your life and career and want to connect with positive, nurturing automotive professionals, join my exclusive DPB Pro community on Facebook. That's where we share information, ideas, and content that isn't shared anywhere else. I can't wait to meet you there. Thanks for listening.